on the Bamcast. We hit this movie on the ice. We hit it so hard that its kids will be born dizzy. One star. We're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 389. Yeah, that's pretty good. So many numbers. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And Mackie's out this week. He is. On assignment. On Off saving the world. Yeah. Good he's, for him. He's north of the wall. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what we do each and every episode here of this here Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first time. Yeah. And then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They got one five jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. The best movie ever. Yep. However, there are bad, bad movies. This is stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags. As in bags of trash. Garbage. Something. Bags. You bags. know. Receptacles for shite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So put your shite in a bag. Like dog poop bags. Or right. trash bags. Yes. Or horse bags. Mm-hmm. Horse bags. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's yeah. a bag where the horse shit goes in. So Mackie's not here, so we decided to break our uh, our ninety minute rule by uh, twenty one whole minutes. Yeah, this was a bit of a long movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by watching nineteen ninety five sudden death. Right. I'm surprised we didn't option out to a musical. But <laughs> this had been on the list for a while. But and I believe Mackie has seen this one already. I believe. Yes. Yeah, I think it was another reason. Yeah. So let's get a very quick plot summary for this year movie, and we'll talk more about it. A former fireman takes on a group of terrorists holding the vice president and others hostage during the seventh game of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Yep. It's accurate. Mm-hmm. That is what happens. All right. I guess we rate it. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, in case you didn't know. jocks isn't robot jocks. In case you didn't know, this is a Van Damme movie. What? Yeah. Yep. The Van Cass own Van Damme. This is uh, Van Die Hard on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I just wanted to get that in there early. It is. So yes, that, it is. Yeah, this is like, I don't know, the 7th or 8th Van Damme movie. He's, he's made a few appearances. He has, yes. Um, but yes, he, he uh, is reteaming with his time cop director, Peter Himes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um, Powers Booth. Powers, Powers Booth. Booth is in this movie. Um, and some other people. I mean, people you recognize, but like... those Luke are the- Robitaille. Huh? Of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, okay. An actual hockey player. Sure. Actual hockey player. Yeah. yeah okay. Guy. Sure. I uh, Yeah, I'll take your word for that. Okay. It's true. If it's not Wayne Gretzky... Uh, it was I'm also in the lost. credits. Oh, He okay. was Luke Robitaille as himself. Well, there you go. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, BJ's mostly accurate. This is more or less in the, the long line of let's do Die Hard in another place. That is it. Die Hard in a hockey rink. But the, but the movie opens yeah. and um, showing him as an active firefighter. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, a building inferno, a blaze happening. Um <laughs> The firefighters are not really pointing the water anywhere near the building itself. Just up. No, hoping it'll fall up. back down yeah, onto the fire. Just making it rain. Yeah. Um, yeah. I usually do. And Van Damme, I don't think we, we never really see him go in. It's just like, it's assumed he was one of the first people in and he's found, I guess, the girl that was missing out of this building. They don't really give us any setup. They no. just like show firefighters running in and then they cut to him laying on the ground under a bunch of timber. Yeah. Like that is on fire. Like he's already rescued girl. Right. Part of Sh- building the oxygen collapsed. mask with her. Right. And he's trying to scream for, hey, come yeah. help. I found her. And um, more building falls. on. Yeah. Uh, you know, cons- a considerable more about. And then it's like, well, in case you couldn't breathe underneath all this flaming rubble, they then point the water directly at the pile that they're right. at. And, uh-huh. Um, when they dig him out, he's okay. She not so much. Nope. So yeah, first thirty seconds, child death. Right. 
Um, and he he doesn't care for that, so he nope. stops being a firefighter. <laughs> yep, and it's uh, how many years later? Two? Two. Two years later. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we're four hours till face-off. We are. <laughs> we are not going to watch face-off, though. No, we uh, should have. That would have been even longer. That's like a three-hour movie. Uh, well, it's not that long, but it's long. Um, but yeah, he. I'm assuming it's, it's kind of implied that he is now divorced, um, probably because due to his instability after this incident. He had a rough two years. Yeah. Oh, uh, don't they don't they do a uh little pre a scene before this where he rolls up to the it's like his son's birthday or something. Oh, he goes and yeah, yeah he pick, yeah. goes and picks up his yeah, kid. Yeah, I'm just saying this is like this is two years later. He's rolling up like new yeah. dad is teaching or showing the kid new, his kid how to hockey in the street. Yeah. His soon to be stepdad. Yeah, <laughs> and um, he just kind of rolls up and it's it's his son's birthday. Um, and stepdad is very accommodating to him. You yeah, know, like he's just like, hey, uh, cool guy, like. What's up? Yeah, and he's like, "I'm. He, it's my son's birthday. I don't do a drug. I don't do a Van Damme accent. All right, sorry. That's fine. Um, just pretend you're from Brussels. Ah, I don't know that one. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's from Canada in this. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah, Canadian. He, he's Brussnadian. <laughs> he couldn't be from New Orleans in the sea, so no. he's from Canada. <laughs> it's, it's, it's slightly more believable since yeah. it's like, yeah, you know, he could be French Canadian, and sure. that that's that might as well be. I, I'm just amazed how many movies will go to lengths to explain that he is either Canadian or from the Bayou. Like, how many times they will just throw in some detail to explain his accent? Like, like the Bayou explains his fucking accent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but people don't actually know what that sounds like. So I, again, this this movie is just kind of like get on with it because it wife comes out and there's there's obviously some tension there. Um, it's never really shown at all that he's a bad dad or is irresponsible. I mean, in fact, he's his kids are like, dad. he always does what he says kind yeah. of thing. Like, it sounds like he's a good dad. It's just wife is over him. And it's like, can't do this. You can't just show up on your son's birthday with two tickets to, to the, the to Stanley the, cup final, the, the final game of the Stanley cup finals. Yeah. And he's like, but, thing, but I have, it's these. kind of important. And you look, the kids decked in head to toe and penguin yeah. stuff. And they seem into hockey. it. <laughs> we live across or you live across the river from the stadium. Yeah. Don't you want, your children to go to this awesome thing. Yeah. But the not dad is to like, yeah, whatever. Go, go ahead. Kid. Look, I mean, it's, it's once in a lifetime yeah. thing. Go ahead. So they go. They go to the game. Yeah. And we never see those two again. Nope. I mean, the ex-wife. <laughs> the other and, parents. No, they're, right. they're gone. Um, there is security ramping up for the hockey game because the vice president is coming. Mm-hmm. So there are just various checkpoints around the hockey arena. Yeah. It's just standard prep scenes. Yeah. And, and we're... We're kind of watching the, the terrorist plot start to un, unfold. Uh, terrorists, I guess, whatever. They're extortionists. They're more, robbers. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're willing to blow shit up. It's, I mean, it's whatever. They're, they're terrorists. But they're they gonna, are, They're going yes. to blow people up if they, they don't get what are. they want. Yeah, so, you they're know. terrorists. But um, they, they, like, they do some scam where they, they wreck the car of, of two security guards to steal their badges and kill them. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just your standard, like, we have supplies and we are moving yep. the supplies and getting in place and blah 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 and they're we see a brief scene where they're in their hideout where they're you know loading all their guns into popcorn bags and shit like that um yeah and powers booth has a little tiny pittsburgh penguin stuffed animal thing mm-hmm. and sets an egg timer for like four four minutes and everyone's like oh i guess that means we should go yeah because let's scoot they all like <laughs> finish grabbing all their shit run out the door and then it's just the thing goes ding and i mean it's just 
it yeah. must be like a tiny little amount of C4 because it kind of goes, I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it it's implied later on that that's how they smuggled in all the explosives or in these hollowed out Pittsburgh penguin mm-hmm. stuffed animal things. So. Sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's a lot of prep and Van Damme and the kids get there and he is just able to go anywhere in the arena and do whatever. Um, He's the uh, fire marshal, basically. Uh, it's fire never, inspector is it's what they say. Never really said. They say he's the fire inspector or something. Like yeah, that. because like he's like he's walking around and you know just like hey here's the chef the chef is the most important guy blah 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 and he's guarding this elevator. Yeah, like there's there's a lot of introduction to people at the stadium mm-hmm. and none of them really mean a thing. Like I mean the chef's the only guy that means anything to the plot, but like there's an extended sequence with like head security guard outside who's like nicest security guy ever because he's got the two kids like hey who's this and who who's the, and like the daughter's like i've got stamps because yeah. she's got this little rubber stamp rubber stamp is it a penguin i don't know it, you never ever uh, actually see it it's not super clear i think it was supposed to be a penguin yeah but, but she stamps the guard and she eventually he's like, i'm never washing this hand yeah, nah. yeah. i don't know but whatever. He, he would be played played by stan lee in the marvel <laughs> <laughs> but like he seems like he's gonna be important i don't know that we ever see him we ever don't, again never again um, then there's a, uh, they it's just there to establish the stamp. I know they, um, they meet the mascot lady. She, I, she apparently is dating Van Damme. It's, like it's implied that they are maybe hanging out, uh, watching Netflix possibly, <laughs> yeah. but and, that makes the resolution of her character seem even stranger when it right. happens. Cause I don't know. I think he just thinks she's cute. Maybe. I don't know. But he, he's obviously friendly with her, but she's like the, the, penguins mascot mm-hmm. um, mr icy yeah and so in this executive kitchen there's a head chef and the secret service has given them instruction that so there's one elevator that goes up to the vip box and the head chef is not to allow anybody he doesn't know up there he's the last line of defense which really seems like a bad secret service plot but anyway so that's established Jean-Claude introduces them to the chef and he's like, watch this. Look what I can do. And he does this, throws a knife up in the air and it was perf- a meat cleaver. Like yeah. he's, he's chopping onions with a meat cleaver for right. some reason. So he throws it up in the air and it lands perfectly and cuts a onion or a head of lettuce right in half. And she's like, cool. And you he's know. like, that's why no one talks back to me in my kitchen or right. something like that. And like Van Damme takes all the ki- the kids through the locker room. Mm-hmm. And well, that's what he left. He left the daughter with. Mr. Icy Lady. <laughs> yes. The lady who plays Mr. Icy. <laughs> Mr. Icy Because lady. he's going to take the son into the locker room because it's a bunch of na- naked dudes it in is, the locker yes. room. And the kids are like, that's Brett Flabbernogger. And he's, <laughs> you know, it's just whatever the hockey names. And, you know. Luke Robitaille. This yeah, is his, okay. his time to shine, sure. his acting moment. But it's just a lot of, like, okay, so they've specifically shown this weird thing with the butcher knife. And then they come into the locker room and it's like, Look, they they heat up the hockey sticks to make them to reshape them, right? And, and they 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 sharpen the ice skates with this sharpener thing, and you're like, wow, look at all the ways the terrorists are going to die. You just all these things are just going to be so much fucking killing up. terrorists. So much setup. Yeah, a jock strap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the, the, eventually, the vice president, like, it's after he's taken his kids to their seat. Yeah, but the vice president shows up. I mean, basically, Van Dam is like, I'm going to take you kids to the seat. Now sit here. I got to go work. I gotta and do don't things. get up no and, matter and what. Don't happens. move. Yeah. Yeah. So that that that's pretty much their story for most of the movie is sit in these chairs and don't do anything. Yeah. 
um, until a little bit later. But then the vice president shows up and all the hoopla with that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the the motorcade that shows up for the fucking vice president. It's, it's a little, like, it's a little there's, silly. There's like 70 cars in that. However, only like eight guys go with the president mm-hmm. or yeah. vice president. But he weird. The vice president walks in and goes to the locker room as well. That's when we have this one dude who's like butt naked standing at his locker. And this coach is like, vice president's almost here. Put something on. At least put a jock, jock strap on. Like, He's like, okay, coach. And like grabs one and puts it on his head. So yeah. vice president comes in and goes like, I just wanted to tell you all good luck. We're all counting on you. <laughs> yes. Kind of speech. And then like, <laughs> and his, and they're like, hey, are you going to go tell, tell the same thing to the Blackhawks? And he's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm just glad. <laughs> I'm a politician. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, "Whatever, dude." He's like, "Nice outfit, Flubber Docker. Yeah. <laughs> nice outfit." <laughs> the guys, like, "All right, you're right." I'm wearing a duck yeah. shovel on my head, yeah. nothing else. Yeah, look at my dick. <laughs> we're we're dumb hockeyers, dude. <laughs> yeah. So they also like okay. So when Van Dam was in there, they he's like, you know, I played a little hockey, and they're like, "Oh, really? Did you?" And he's like, "Yeah, in Canada." Well, because that's, that's because a shithead kid is like the biggest guy, like the goalie. Yeah, he's like. Oh, you're not in a, you're not in a rocking chair at all. And, yeah. and he's like, "Excuse me." And oh, he's like, it's one of the enforcers or something. Not not the goalie. Some guy with like a knocked out tooth and a big blockhead. I think it was the goalie. I think it's the guy from later. Because he had 104 fever. Yeah, I think it was that guy. Oh, did that guy say yeah, that he maybe. had a fever? I don't know, but yeah, he. Anyway, he, the kid's like, "Oh, you're not in a rocking chair at all." And he's like, "Excuse me." Yeah. It's like my dad says you should be in a rocking chair instead of playing because you're so old. And he's like, he's like "Haha, I did oh, not yeah? say that about well, my head. no." <laughs> <laughs> no, that was I a played joke. Played a little hockey, but no. Like like this <laughs> kid, that was a little Belgian joke. <laughs> this kid, I mean. I know it's his birthday at all, but he's a shithead. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's, it's the 90s and he's a kid. So, of course, he's the worst. Yeah, but, but it's his birthday and he's at the fucking Stanley Cup finals and he's just a shit the entire time. He really is. Because, yeah. like, he's already st- like Van Damme has been ha- asked the chef at one point, like, hey, this light bulb's burned out. Can you know, where's the, where are the rest of them? And the kids realize, you know, like, oh, no, he's a custodian. <laughs> what's what's that about? And the girl won't accept it and the the son is just like yeah he's not a fucking fireman anymore he's a piece of shit he's mm-hmm. just a, he's a lousy guy i don't know why like van damme couldn't explain his job to his kids like yeah it's like i am in charge of the safety of this entire building right. and the eighty thousand people who are in it i make sure that the building is safe yeah. for all of these people and everyone like yeah it's not there i mean i understand like firefighting is this big grand noble profession but it's not suddenly a d- ridiculous step down to be a fire marshal it's just not no yeah so all this has been established blah 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 so also uh we've seen an old lady uh be taken at gunpoint at her house yes it is uh audra lindley from uh three's company by the way oh, they yeah. did come and knock on her door well no. not really no but anyway, so they came and knocked on her garden. There's a guy there who's being a dick, like feed me cookies and everything will be fine, blah blah blah. And then he's like, "Call your husband at work." Her husband turns out to be the the head chef, and they're just like, "Read this card." And <laughs> read this like, note card to your husband. And she's just like, "Honey, they got." And he's like, "All right, we got your wife. Listen, she's gonna read the directions." And the directions are basically like four, two. People, four people are going to show up. Yeah, two security guards, two fake chefs. Yeah, pretend you know them. They're going to take the food up to the vice president. You go with them. And he's just like, well, uh, okay. And they're going to poison the vice president. Oh, he goes like, you better not hurt my wife or all. And he goes, what, are you going to burn my toast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> click. Yeah. It's like, good joke, guy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they never get that guy. Oh, no, they get that guy. That's the guy that ends up on the roof. Is it? Yeah. The final? Uh-huh. Okay, all right. Um... Spoiler alert, he ends up on the roof. Yeah, there's some roof shenanigans. But um, yeah, so Powers Booth in a tux and 
They they the the final prep has been done on the food, which is a giant shrimp cocktail and a fruit platter. Yeah, there's like thirty chefs in this, <laughs> 30 in this chefs, giant kitchen. This you know this <laughs> mustachioed head chef like fucking up some onions mm-hmm. and and yeah co- and, and cocktail and plus every piece of kitchen equipment is fired up and cooking yeah, whatever absolutely. thing like and like the there's meat been, on the meat slicer yeah. there are fries in the fry later but like the the head chef has been given instructions like when you are finished prepping the the vice president's meal everyone clears the fuck out mm-hmm. and but, that's it and he goes but, that's well, it we're done but hold a second like all these people for two I, items that could be stored in a refrigerator i know yeah like it's cold food i know okay <laughs> i just it's dumb <laughs> i want to i just want to keep hammering on that because like as soon as like two Literally two carts yeah. are loaded up, and they're like, everybody get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to uncinema sense this, Okay, if, if you will. All right. I would like to think that they didn't expect that the vice president was coming. And, and so they were already they, prepping all this they stuff? They expected it to be just like a normal light, normal night. They mm-hmm. would do all the 12-course the VIP booth meal powers, and their VIP plan. powers booth. <laughs> Very important powers booth. Um, <laughs> and so, like... So they the the kitchen was taken by surprise. Hmm. Hmm. So they would normally like they were treating it like a normal night until the vice president ruined it all and they had to go home early. All right, that's that's my uncinema sensing of okay. this movie. Fine. Okay. They go up in the elevator, shoot a bunch of dudes, and are like, "We are here." Yeah, basically, it's like. I think he had four Secret Service people in yeah. there within the room with him. And there were like two in the hallway. Yeah. Like he, yeah, because there's a guy like guarding the- 50 less than you need. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they get in there and he shoots a couple dudes and like shoots the, uh, the chef. Mm-hmm. And well, because the, the guy at the house was like, all right, we're done with you. Yeah. And sh- shot the lady. Yeah. And then Powers Booth is like, oh, his wife died recently. He <laughs> would have been lonely. So there's like like the mayor of Pittsburgh's in there and his wife and a couple other people like the owner of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, this is just now it's time for Powers Booth to, I don't know, be Tommy Lee Jones, I guess. And just we are here now and this is my plan. Yeah. You will get on the phone and you will tell the president to release all this money to us yeah, because we want like, it. Here's a list of accounts. Yeah. If uh, if there is a one third of the money moved that I'm demanding by the end of the first period, I'm going to shoot one person yeah. at the end of the se- second. I'm going to shoot two people at the end of the third. If it's not moved, I'm blowing the whole damn place up. Yes. That's basically his plan, which I will say in reality is a dumb plan, but for a movie, it's great because that gives you several ticking clocks throughout the film. Yes. Right. <laughs> However, in in a realistic like logistic standpoint, mm-hmm. they didn't bust into into this room until there was like nine minutes left in the first period. Oh yeah, and, he was, gotta, like, and yeah. he was like, "I want, bi- I want, you know, yes, a quarter of a billion dollars moved in nine minutes." Now, granted, the other thing, if we're if I'm being pedantic a little bit, like this movie is just like. Hockey is a steady stream of a clock. There are no commercial breaks. There's no timeouts. Oh, yeah, it just no, goes. Yeah, they uh, they just don't show it. Also, in the 90s, there weren't as many commercial breaks on every fucking sporting event. Because right. now it's like 30 seconds of sport, 90 seconds of commercial. Right. 30 yeah. seconds of sport, 90 seconds yeah, of Yeah, I'm just treating this there like... Are, there aren't as many stoppages. Yeah, they're yet. treating this like it's a straight-up hour. Like, mm-hmm. the, like the hockey game is done in... in in an hour, maybe five minutes between periods, but whatever. Yep. But I mean, it's like. But it's also on 1995 ESPN, which was not the juggernaut it is now. I mean, it was big, but yeah. it wasn't. I mean, you know, primetime hockey on ESPN. You know, who gives a shit? Well, Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> I know, big deal. Yeah, okay. yeah. Why? Why that but would yeah. be on ESPN at all? That would be on a network, but whatever. not then. It, no. 
It might have been on ESPN back then. Yeah, I don't like, know. who knows? I, I this don't. was actually a strike year, so they just made it up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, they strike the set by the end. That's yeah, for sure. Yes. Uh, so there's no ruse to any of this. It's not like Powers Booth comes in no, with no, a, no. with an agenda and then it's revealed to be something else. He's just like, we're robbing no, the U.S. government. Straight up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he keeps saying some things that make both the vice president and one of the Secret Service guys in the room think like, oh, you're you're one of us. You're in the service. And then he says some things later that are they're like, oh, you work in the counterfeit division. Yeah. OK. So one of the guys we saw um, was uh, Hallmark, the Secret Service guy mm-hmm. um, who he was like the guy drilling them in the kitchen. Like this is this is the order of like what has to happen. Like as soon as the food's delivered, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You know, do you understand these? And again, this movie is just like skip that. We it's understood at some point. A call was made. Mm-hmm. Like, like we never even see that call. Like, oh yeah, the the Secret Service just knows. Like all of a sudden they're in the like the tack van outside and yeah. like making calls. Like we got to keep the media unlocked out right. and da da da. I mean, I from that I just assumed that the Secret Service has to check in every so often and right. they miss their check in, so they just immediately went into oh the, the vice president's been taken. But we find out later exactly why that guy knows what's up. Yeah. Um, but they're they're already in the van like calling everybody like yes mr president don't call the fbi we got this yeah. you know, trust us we got this that, blah 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 it, that explains that yeah. that yeah. okay yeah yeah i just i'm just saying it jumps right to like people showing up and they're like trying to form a perimeter and also it's weird because like this entire movie is like all of this stuff is happening but you nobody can let the crowd know because they don't want to cause the panic they want the people to just be sitting there watching the hockey game right they want to keep the crowd right. in the arena so yeah. that they can blow them up later yeah, because they're like they're not locking the doors or doing anything obvious like that. It's just like people are here. We got to keep this quiet. We're using silencers on yeah. everything. Blah blah blah. There's been so there's been a scene where Van Dam went back to check on the kids and noticed that his son brought in a squirt gun or whatever, and then he leaves and the kids are like ordering drinks from the drink guy and kind of just get into this fight because the son is being a dick. Where he's like, dad's not a fireman, he's a, you know, he's a coward or whatever. And she takes offense to that. But the kid like squirts her in the face with a squirt gun and she spills her coke all over her. And she's like, I gotta go clean this up. Mm-hmm. So she gets up and wanders off. To which the whole time he's just like, dad said you can't get up. Yeah. Like, the, well, I, I don't respect dad, but you should respect what <laughs> yeah, he says. Yeah, you should. So she gets up and goes to the lady's bathroom. And coming out of one of the stalls is the penguin master mr icy yes and she's like oh hey mrs mr icy you know and not acknowledging her at all uh and then just because this hench woman is garbage at her job the dead body falls out of the stall (laughs) right in front of the kid which is weird because it's not it's not the lady it's not the mr icy lady the normal one is someone else yeah Oh yeah, I guess. Are you it sure? Is. I thought it was no, because she was like hanging up in a door that Van Damme finds later. Yeah, she's, she didn't get moved. I, I thought she did get moved. Mm. I could swear that she got moved because nobody panicked and freaked out. I think. I thought she I just think shoved she her moved. back in a stall. I did. It, I don't think that lady was even. Well, blonde. okay, but see, here's the thing about this movie though: is that there are there are terrorist elves that run around and clean up situations, mm-hmm. so that it's one of those movies where Van Damme runs out and tells someone that there's a thing that's up, and then he runs back in, and the terrorist elves have come in and cleaned up the yeah. situation. So I think she shoved that person back into the stall, and then later the terrorist elves came in and, and hit her. I'm pretty sure that was not the same. I mean, I don't think she was even blonde. The lady that was dead she, in the stall. Whatever. It doesn't, okay, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. But anyway, so, a, a dead body falls out, the girl screams, and then she's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And But it's the end of the first period. 
and mm-hmm. people have started filing into the bathroom. Yeah, and Powers Booth, meanwhile, has shot the mayor's wife because she was annoying. Yes, she was the one. Like, I mean, he's literally like three, two, one. Pff, you yeah. know, like doesn't even wait. Like, because they haven't moved a dime at this point. Mm-hmm. And on honestly, good for him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're, if you're, <laughs> I mean, if you're being the the bad guy villain, you need to stick Be to your professional. guns. Literally, mm-hmm. and you need to play by the rules that you've that you've set up and yeah. until they're inconvenient for you. But mm-hmm. yeah. like, it shows people that you mean fucking business, man. Sure. Yes, but yes, he was like, we can all agree she's annoying, right? Because I mean, this lady was just like <laughs> from yeah. the second they busted in, so he was like, please make her shut up, and so eventually he was like, yeah, obviously her, right? right. Everybody, am, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so. The, the mascot henchwoman is started dragging Van Damme's kid around through the arena and Van Damme has gone back to the seats and is like, where is, you yeah, know, because well, it's weird. It looks like the kid's going to escape because like crowd starts coming in to the bathroom. So she can't take yeah. care of her there. She does then, get away. And so like she fans out through the people coming in and somehow the mascot's just like right behind her. Like, where are you going? Well, what, what they do is they she gets away from the mascot and then they cut to the Van Damme scene with going to the seats and it's just like where's where is she and then he goes back out and then he looks over and sees the mascot is dragging her out so he starts following them they go to the secret service elevator to go up i don't know he didn't see her like he just had a weird like i'm going to the kitchen thing no he did he totally okay. fo- he fought he ran after them oh, to the kitchen. Right. he was totally I, following them that must have been like the briefest briefest yeah. of shocks so i was like why is he just going to the kitchen yeah, he, like he knows that's where they're going to no be. he totally okay saw them go that way um so they get into the kitchen and he doesn't get there in time. They make it in the elevator and they mm-hmm. go up. Um, she, the mascot lady shoots like three dudes mm-hmm. and then goes to shoot the girl and is like, well, like in the elevator. Cause like, doesn't she just throw one of the secret service people in the elevator and is like, you're taking us up there. Yeah. Well, she, cause, yeah, cause she, she got was, his key. She was still yeah. kind of like trying to ha- do the ruse of like, I'm the, Oh, you know, I'm filling in for when yeah. she walked up, but then he was like, uh, I don't think so. Do we and have then clearance she, for a Mr. Icy? <laughs> <laughs> she says, it's Mrs. Icy. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Sh- and shoots the guy and then yeah. like goes to shoot Black, the kid, Black. actually. And it's just like, no, click, no bullets. And says the weirdest line, like, you owe me a fucking Mother's Day card or yeah. something like that. It's yeah. like, you owe me a Mother's Day card. Like, no, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's not how that works. But there's a lot of strange parenting jokes made in this movie that don't work that way. Mm. Um. But yeah, so she just she gets upstairs and it's like and Powers Booth is like, "Well, what's this? Are we, and, throwing, are we hosting a daycare here?" Yeah, and he's like, "Why didn't you take care of this?" And he, and she's like, "I only had three bullets in this gun because we're fucking idiots." And yeah. so he's like, "Time to menace this child," and he menaces her a lot. Which like you know everyone is like, "You kill me before you kill the kid," kind of thing. Yeah, of course. And so oh, the, the president is like, the, yeah. "I'm gonna." I'm going to sit here and and he's like, stop politicking. Uh, but Powers Booth says like when she gets snotty with him about naming her dad, like giving her dad's name, because she's immediately like, my dad's a firefighter and he's going to kill you. He's going to get here and he's going to take me home because he promises. And and Powers Booth is like, I want to fill your mouth with spiders. <laughs> <laughs> do you want I think he says, do you want me to fill your mouth with spiders? Yeah. Which, like the wow. only answer to that question is no. No, I do not, sir. Thank you. So yeah, no, she's she's a hostage now. Uh, eventually, Van Dam gets back to the elevator. The mascot has come back down because they've said, "Go get Van Dam. We can't have this fire marshal running around fucking up our business." Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, it, it's me." And oh, she's like, "Yeah, so, uh, it's not me." I'm I filling some... in for her. Yeah, she she had to go home. She wasn't feeling well. And this begins 
the goofiest thing in the movie. Well, he sees like he sees the <laughs> goofiest the, or best. He sees he sees the penguin's hat Maybe. on the floor of the yeah. elevator, and he's like, "All right, something's up." And yeah. then because it's got his his kid's name in it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, and then like he catches a silhouette because M- Mrs. M- Mr. Icy is like br- pulling out the silenced weapon. Yep. And he sees the shadow, and it begins. It begins Van Dam versus. Pittsburgh penguin fight. Yeah, so full mascot. It's like Peter versus the chicken. <laughs> it, yes, it, it kind of is. is. It's so it's a, she. She never takes the head off or no, anything that would make it like easier not. to fight. It's a it's a lady in a mascot costume, uh-huh. and she beats Van Damme's ass throughout this scene, and he beats her ass a little bit, a tiny bit, but he keeps doing things like punching her stuffed head. Which he then, after like four times doing it, realizes, oh, I'm punching a stuffed head. I'm an idiot. And then she punches the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But this is, this is so the, the entire kitchen has been emptied because the rule was the chef makes their food and then all these people are dismissed. Mm-hmm. So as they are fleeing each other around through this kitchen, everywhere food is being prepped somehow. There's no one attending the mm-hmm. food. Yep. But there is like prime rib on the meat slicer. There's a... There's a whole other shrimp cocktail. Uh, yes. There are just trays of food everywhere. There are just fries in the fryer. Mm-hmm. In the fryer. Just still frying 20 <laughs> minutes later. Yeah, because <laughs> what 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 begins like that he actually starts winning is there is a point where they're wrestling and he picks her up, like lifts, him, lifts her up off of him. And mm-hmm. there is like an exhaust fan, like an industrial exhaust fan mm-hmm. and sticks her mascot head in it, which starts like, you know. <laughs> Like buzzing through one of the eyes, yeah. of the, so like she comes down and is like, ah, oh wait, that doesn't hurt at all. It's just, it's just <laughs> half the, the part of the head costume is gone. It literally it, did nothing. To including her. there was a point where again, where she is like pinned him down, and he <laughs> looks behind him and there's like you know the kitchen size thing of red pepper, and he like grabs it and is like throwing it in the in the mascot. No, he mouth. just he doesn't even throw it. At, he just crams the whole yeah. thing in there and shakes it around and yeah. then pushes her away. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre it's really he's, dumb but it's really fun <laughs> she's got him pinned against the fry later at mm-hmm. one point yeah and somehow he's managed to rip like the mascot gloves yeah, off. one glove off yeah and he just like manages to slip her grip a little bit and pull her towards him and her hand goes in the fry later and it comes out like this crispy red hand with the tempura geisha um but she, yeah, she's got tempura hands, mm-hmm. and um, but she's still got her red fingernails. Yeah, which is is weird. Yep. What eventually gets her like because they're fighting like there's you know he is being threatened by the meat slicer at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Again, she is just pretty much like putting him in peril all over the kitchen. Yeah, and him having to go no, don't kill me this way. And eventually, <laughs> they're fighting by the dishwasher sanitizer thing, mm-hmm. and it's the conveyor belt style one. And he kind of manages to push her against the conveyor belt and part of the penguin mascot costume gets hooked on the rail. And so she's being slowly pulled into the sanitizer slash being choked by it. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like and comes out the other end and she's dead. Yes. But it's a great shot of the entire device in a widescreen shot. Mm -hmm. And you see like the feet go in. And then you wait a couple seconds, and then just on the other side, the head starts coming out. And then he just goes over to her and looks, and, you know, obviously, this person is dead. So he immediately runs out into the crowd and finds a security guard, which, that makes sense. Except that the security guard is one of the terrorists, obviously. So he's like, come on, my daughter has been taken by terrorists. Come with me. So they run to the kitchen, and the terrorist is like, so where's Emily? 
And he's like, I always do that, don't I? I said your daughter's name, didn't I? And and oh, no, it was the the uh, fill-in lady, the Carol. Or it was whatever. the name oh, that he gave. Whatever. The, uh, but it wasn't even the right name because she gave. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. But he says something like, "Whoops, I'm a terrorist." And then Van I'm, Damme, I'm a terrible terrorist. Uh, yeah. And Van Damme immediately is like, "Okay, time to spin around and kick you in the face." And then they start fighting in the kitchen. Yep. Which we were like, are, is everyone going to fight in the kitchen? Just yes. everyone is drawn to the kitchen and they go in there. But this fight doesn't last very long because Van Damme sees a like giant a block of dry ice, I think. Oh, that. Yeah. OK, so he does like slam his head, the side of the dude's head onto this dry ice mm-hmm. for to v- eventually get the information as to what's happening. Uh, and then he just grabs like a drumstick and breaks it in half. Oh, yeah. He the I guy think it's like a rib bone. But yeah, the guy like gets the drop on him again yeah. and he grabs it looks like a turkey leg yeah. drums like yeah. bone. But he snaps it. <laughs> he snaps it and jabs it in the dude's fucking neck. Yeah. Yes. Just it was a, it was a marrow escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted his bone in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now he's killed two guys in the kitchen. But when he did come back in, like the, the terrorist elves had come in and taken the body away. Like I, you know, have no idea where the mascot lady has gone, but Mm-mm. she's gone. No. Yeah, no. Like as you said, I mean, I, I honestly was expecting her to be the the diehard, you the know, Alexander Gudnoff yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's the only real like henchman who has any kind of personality. Well, that Every, and everyone like, she else was is, actually like holding her own against yeah. Van Damme, you know, almost winning. If yeah, it hadn't been yeah. like, whoops, I got my stupid mascot costume right. tangled on the sanitizer. Yeah. And since this movie is Die Hard, you know, Gudnoff went out the same way. He got choked to death, but then showed up at the end perfectly fine. So might as well just do that. Yeah. So, okay. So he murders this guy with <laughs> with a turkey bone. <laughs> and I, at this point, it's just a lot of running around. And, and he he goes to the executive office. Mm-hmm. He's trying to find a phone. Yeah. So he goes to the executive well, yeah, office. He goes to like a whole bank of pay phones and goes down the entire line like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and like, okay, so meanwhile, outside, the Secret Service has been continuing to do all the things that they were told not to do, which is no helicopters. Yeah. So let's, immediately let's slowly. Well, first, let's slowly creep up towards the right. building. Yeah. Which that, when they get to a certain line in the parking lot, they had cars out there rigged to blow. Right. So, so they, they just, just blow start up a bunch blowing up and like in. In, in the rows yeah, until like okay well let's not go that way one guy is like liar liar pants on fire mm-hmm. and fl- f- you know flung over a car and they're like oh we, we should probably maybe not do that yeah well, like, let's well let's do the helicopter yeah do thing. the helicopter thing that they also told us not yeah. to do so they fly helicopters over this dome and dudes start rappelling down from the helicopters and then you just you cut to an adjacent building and it's the guy who killed the old lady right. who just whips out a rocket launcher and is just like well we told you not to well, do you this said they're like chilling like <laughs> drinking coffee a, yeah. a cup of coffee and then it's like <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And twice you know, the night before Christmas and hits one of the helicopters and, you know, flings that dude down into the parking lot. And the other hel- helicopter is like, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so and then like, OK, so they're just like, we're going to disguise some agents and have them go into the building. No one will know. And of course, Powers Booth is like, oh, well, look, there's that guy. And here's this guy in that jacket. They're all Secret Service. I know oh, what this it's, is. It's Hacker Man sitting at the yeah. at the monitor console. Yeah. And uh, they sneak in. And you don't see what happens to them, but eventually you see. <laughs> well, this Bo- is this is the one fucking hockey pun pun we get in this entire movie. Is Powers yeah. Booth is like, oh, they're, they're so interested in hockey. Why don't we put them on ice? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so you just see the 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 Secret Service out in the parking lot, and the Zamboni just starts driving towards them and crashes to a stop in front of them. <laughs> well, no, even better. Like they go running in, they're like. 
y'all gonna come out here and see this yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like like, they, believe like they saw it and it was going slow enough that they were like y'all motherfuckers need to come out here and see this like <laughs> y'all gotta see this shit there's a runaway zamboni yeah so it crashes into their cars comes to a stop the the driver is one of the dudes who's been one of the security dudes yeah he's dead and tied to the controls and then the thing just starts opening up to spit out all the ice like it does and just dudes on ice just tumble out of this thing. <laughs> so it's bodies in snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps there was an informer. <laughs> oh. Oh, that <laughs> bad. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> bad Harlow. <laughs> I don't understand that. The reference. hit song by Snow. Yeah. <laughs> so Van Dam has gone to the executive office. He finds a, a phone that he can use. He finds the dead mascot lady in the closet. He calls out to the Secret Service. Which again, like I said. Either the magical terrorist fairies moved her from the bathroom and yeah. hung her up in the in, I don't in the executive closet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but he no, he calls nine one one who route him to the Secret Service guy. Right. Well, I mean, they're like apparently they're already in the know. Oh yeah, because they're like, all right, stay off the line, wait yeah. ninety seconds, yeah. and immediately like it's hey, it's Hallmark. I'm you know here in the van. What do you know? Yeah, and you know he tells him all the things and it's just like he has my daughter and they're like well he also has the vice president he's like i don't care yeah <laughs> he's like he's got bombs in this place he's like i'm gonna go get the bombs they're like don't do that and he's like eh. uh, and you're yeah. like but you're all alone and he's like i'm not alone yeah it's like yeah so he's totally alone mm-hmm. so he's you know running around uh he's, i mean there are like twenty five thousand people in that arena with him technically he's not alone yeah maybe he had jesus <laughs> michael jackson told him he's not alone yeah. He draws a quick map, which we find out later is his version of where he would put the bombs if he was going to blow up the building. He's a safety technician. He uh, knows. Yes, he does. Right. And he's right, because everywhere he goes, that's where they've put a bomb. And this first one, like, I mean, it is like he's got a knife and it's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, dun, this, dun, is, dun, dun, dun. this is the like, wire cutters cut the wrong wire. Everyone's dead thing. But it's also ticking down because this is when, for whatever reason, Powers Booth has decided he's just going to blow one up. You think? Yeah, he's he, just they're like, hinting at it. He's not really going to do it's, it. it. Well, it's ticking down towards the end of the second period. He's like, eh, yeah. "I've killed one person. They're not really listening. They haven't moved any money yet, or they're barely moving money." Yeah, but like I should just do it, right? Yeah, right. I should just do uh-huh. it. So there's this prolonged. He's going to cut the wire. He's pulling, you know, pulling the thing out of the C four, and there's two wires. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know why you have to cut both, but whatever. It's yeah, he, you have to cut both, pull the thing and away, turn it off and flip it off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Fuck you, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really. All you have to do, like it's it's C four. You got a, a detonator blasting cap in there. You just got to pull that thing out. You yeah. don't have to fuck with any wires. Yeah, I mean it'll still make a little pop. Hey, you just you just alt F four your C four and then you're good. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what you do. But so what this counts down to is that somehow the roof is partially open and fireworks start going off. And this is kind of startles it's, Van Dam. It's like all simultaneous because like Powers Booth has this detonator thing in his hand. Oh yeah, pushes the button. Van Dam <laughs> finally clips the light, or flips the switch on the detonator yeah. and then like you hear boom and mm-hmm. like and I was like what yeah. who's that and yes for whatever reason between periods they've opened the roof or setting off fireworks you know it's that that second period stretch fireworks yeah, shows it's just yeah. the celebratory does. hey the first quarter went okay and and then they cut back to power <laughs> nobody died sitting there with his detonator hand and it's a fucking gimmick lighter he's been sitting there smoking in this room the whole time and it and someone created him a detonator lighter <laughs> Yeah, it's so, a bomb detonator. That's that's just a lighter. <laughs> it's, it's the, it's a gag that doesn't even make sense in reality. It's like mm-hmm. that who like who in the room is gonna go? Oh, shoo! You know, I mean, it's just like, 
<laughs> yeah, we're safe now. Whew. Yeah. This guy's a jokester. Yeah. So I, I don't know. But so th- this is just a lot of Van Damme running around doing these things. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually. He shoots uh, He shoots somebody else. Who'd he, who's he shoot? Oh, he shoots the mayor because he shot the mayor's wife earlier. Yes, he, he does. And did he? He didn't shoot anybody else, did he? Like, because he promised two at the end of the second period, but yeah. I think he only shot the mayor. He only shot the mayor. Yeah. Um, he did not shoot the deputy. No. Yeah. Uh, so Hallmark has at this point been like, okay, fuck it. We've done everything they said not to do. I'm just going in. I'll just go in and take care of this. Yeah. They're not, what are they going to do? They're not going to stop one guy, right? Yeah. They're not going to blow up this place for one guy coming in. It's yeah. Like, Don't do anything until you hear from me. Van Damme has gone down to the basement and starts MacGyvering this, <laughs> this ridiculous device that he doesn't utilize properly throughout the movie, but it's, he's just, he's got a little fire extinguisher and mm-hmm. he, you know, cl- he just clips some some tubing on it and And a pipe yeah and he you know puts it on and runs the tube up you know his arm through his sleeve Mm -hmm. and makes a little projectile Mm -hmm. and puts that in there and so like he's going to he's got a little like like he's ninja blowgun he's just he's like just made this thing he's he's down there like travis dickling around and (laughs) and like makes this thing and like Makes one round for the fucking like, like, thing. Like, like, makes one dart yeah. thing, and then like turns a corner, and somebody's like, Ch-ch-ch. "Well, he he turn he goes immediately to the next uh, bomb and deactivates it, and turns around, and there's the dude, and he's like, "Do you know how deadly this explosive is?" And the guy's like, "It's it doesn't mean anything. It's not connected to anything, idiot. I'm the one who put it there." Yeah, and, and you know, Van Damme's like, "Oh well, <laughs> you know," and darts him to death, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Fuck yeah, keep doing that." He never uses this thing again because nope. he only made nope. one bullet for it. But what's funny is, is that he he murders that guy and then he's like, whew, turns around and there's another dude there and he immediately says, "Do you know how deadly this detonator is?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I do it. I know this. I'm not buying it." And yeah. then that guy just gets off screen yeah. punch and, and, there, and there's Hallmark there. there. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, do you know how?" <laughs> he's like no man i'm not yeah. following this also i'm hallmark i'm from secret service right. and produces some id I'm, I'm from the cards yeah and then yeah. yes and I'm then from the gold crown club yeah. here they make a hallmark joke earlier which is horribly out of date now and no one even knows what that means but no, no people still buy those stupid cards there's barely any hallmark stores anymore though i mean and that slogan hasn't been used forever okay um but yeah, so they're they have like half a second of oh, are you? Well, Van Dam punches him, uh, like immediately. He's like, oh, thanks for saving me. Punch. It's like that's for doing a half-ass job protecting the vice president. And then he's like, yeah, you got me. I deserve that. Okay, let's go. And immediately, two other dudes show up and start shooting at them. And so they have to run off. They split up. They, also. they do. Yeah. Yes, they split up because then Powers Booth gets a phone call, and he's like, okay, I can't. I'm not going to have this conversation in here. I'll be outside. So he goes outside and he meets up with Hallmark mm-hmm. and Hallmark is just like, yeah, he, that guy's here. He's he's, you know, I, I would have taken just care of him. him. Yeah, I would have taken care of him. But, you know, your, your two idiots jumped me and that didn't help. But Van Damme has told him where his kid is. He's like, my kid is sitting in the seat, you know, D10 or whatever. You know, if, if I don't make it out alive, go get my kid. So he's like, I know where his kid is. Go get his kid. Van Damme also told the kid after he found out what the kid did to his daughter don't you get up from the seat even if the building is falling down around you bad advice which the kid takes to heart and never moves throughout the rest of the movie but so hallmark then goes over to the kid and it's just like you know your dad wanted me to come get you come with me and the kid's like nah that's not what he said i'm gonna stay here 
And then he's like, nah, you got to come with us. You're going to go up in the booth and have, you know, lots of food and it's going to be great. There's candy. And Basically. And liquor. And he's and like, cigarettes. He's like, do you know my mom? <laughs> and he, oh. Yeah. And Hallmark is like, yeah, I'm coming over for dinner tomorrow. And the kid's like, ah, they're divorced. That's not happening. And he's like, look, kid, I'm Secret Service. Come with me. And the kid's like, nope, I'm going to scream if you if you touch me. And eventually Hallmark's like, grr, and then has to leave. Mm-hmm. Good job, kid. Uh, sure. I guess. I, I, yeah, I suppose. I mean, technically, he just was continuing being a dick to adults. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it worked in this case. Yeah. Yeah, kid's just, like, glued to the seat. Yeah, now. He, he doesn't move. And the thing, like, here's the other thing. Like, it's this kid's birthday. Mm-hmm. He's been given, like, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see a final game of a hockey team he apparently cares about. He seems to like him. They're the home that, team. That dude is just, I mean, that kid is just sitting there, like, couldn't give two shits He's, the entire game. No, like, every time they cut to, like, there's a lot of hockey in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's half diehard, half sports movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I mean, because, like, the, it's constantly, like, tied, not tied, yeah, one, one, you know. But they are, they are going out of their way to show the hockey game and, like, let you know how it's progressing. Mm-hmm. And every time there's, like, a goal or some a save or something, they will cut to the kid, and the kid is just looking around. Like, he's totally... Yeah, he never once shit. fist pumps or does anything where it's just like, yeah, hockey. You know, not once. Mm-hmm. So... The, the, isn't the plan like uh, Van Damme and Hallmark are going to like split up and go he's like here's where I'm pretty sure the bombs are like let's go get as many as, as many as we can they did and he's like cool I'll go uh, you know I'll go get these you mm-hmm. you go this way yeah and so Van Damme goes around basically trying to disarm bombs and then I mean it's like 30 seconds later after like bye you know we'll meet back up here in, in a few it's like uh well, Power Smooth gets a call. Well, he's further down. Van Damme is further down in the place and kills a guy, mm-hmm. takes his phone and hits redial. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's Power, Power Smooth's number, which this cell phone technology in 1995 is not getting a signal. Wait, doesn't fucking... he kill Hallmark? No, no. Are Isn't that where he gets the phone? No. No. He, he kills just a guy. Yeah, just random dude. Because okay. yeah, you were like, dude. now I have a small handgun. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, right. No, this <laughs> well, is the no part. I thought he got the handgun no, from... It was just he got that from... Hall- you got the handgun from Hallmark, but he got right. the phone from this other dude. Okay. Yeah. And and this was just the scene of like when he calls and pretends to be not him, and he talks to his daughter, <laughs> and is like, whatever you do, don't let him know it's me. <laughs> he calls... It, he's like, I am Special uh, Secret Service Tom Castillo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Powers Booth has sussed this out immediately. He's like... Really? Yeah. Tell me what the blah 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 is. And he's like, I don't have time. <laughs> I will I don't not have play time. your games. I am from the swamps. Um, uh, I mean, Canada. The Canadian swamps. <laughs> I am from France. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the Powers Booth is like, I'm not having any of this fire, man. Your your kid is, you know. Well, he's just like here, like you know, if you need proof of the how many hostages I have here, let me let you talk to someone. And, yeah. and his daughter gets on. And he's like. Honey, don't don't let him know it's me. I want you to look around. Tell me how people people are in the room. And yeah. she, she like looks around and goes twelve. And Paris Smith's like, give me the yeah. damn thing. And he's like, look, fireman, yeah. I'm gonna kill you and your daughter. And he's like, look, look, bro, I'm gonna lay it out like this. <laughs> you want your money? If this becomes a public scene, like I will make a scene. I will go out there and like start shooting guns and make everyone run out of here. And you're not getting shit. Mm-hmm. You kill my daughter, I'm definitely gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he basically just like he has this whole like convoluted like. Here's how it's go down and go, going to go down. Like you're you're not going to lose if you kill my daughter, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So you I'm going to disarm the bombs. Yeah. You're going to not detonate the bombs. Yeah. Uh, if you kill my daughter, I kill you. Mm-hmm. If and you don't get the money and blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. Et cetera. And all of a sudden, I mean, it's it's just this like, you know, a uh, 
you know, Liam Neeson speech, this is not like there's nothing like really threatening. It's sort of kind of convoluted. Yeah. And then the end, Powers Wizards is like, well, I see you're quite a negotiator. It's like, is he? <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Powers like, Booth is just like, okay, whatever, guy. Yeah. You're not going to get them all. I I think that's his yeah. thinking. Is like, yeah, but you're not going like, to find all these bombs. He's still my. He's like, okay, Tom Castillo. <laughs> right. Well, he's also like, I could see when you turn these things off, so I'm just going to send my henchmen around. Yeah. I know where they all are. Yeah. You have to go looking for them. But he's immediately. Five, five seconds after like they, they split apart, like he and Hallmark split apart, yeah. Powers Booth gets a phone call, and he's like, Dude, they have the they have the frequency of this phone now. We can't do this over the phone. Well, they we person. we talked about that already. Did we? Yeah. Where they where he revealed they, himself? They went out and met. Oh, okay. And, yeah. I'm sorry. I no, no, but yeah, that, that they split up. They went and did yeah. that. But then after um, Van Dam gets off the phone, Powers Booth, it's just immediately Hallmark has shown back mm-hmm. up. He's like, "Hey, how many did you get?" Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I only got I one." And no, he's like, "I got four. And he's like, "Oh, well, yeah. What are you doing, slacker?" And he's like, "Well, how many did you get? And only one." Yeah. And that's when it's like, "Here, here, pull a gun on him." Yeah. Right. But. Uh, this is Van Dam has improvised a, a blowtorch thing because oh no oh so he t- okay when he was in the executive office he took a Zippo lighter mm-hmm. and a refueling can this, yeah can this executive liked to smoke there was like a, a bu- eight there packs was, of camels yeah in there. there was like eight <laughs> packs of camels a, a, a lighter fluid and like a Zippo yeah. And yeah. when he went and accosted, uh, accosted his kid for the last time, he confiscated his squirt gun, mm-hmm. which we didn't really see. It just kind of transferred over to Van Damme somehow. Oh, no. He was like, you squirted your sister. That's why she got him left, right? And right. just took his squirt oh, gun okay. from him. But he has filled this with lighter fluid, mm-hmm. as you would want him to do. And he pulls it out with lighter. And Hallmark's like, what are you going to do? Squirt me to death? And he's like, no. Uh, <laughs> and yes. then just flamethrowers this guy with his yeah. squirt gun and he goes up i mean like it just absolutely boom mm-hmm. and van damme's like okay see ya but then hallmark shows up it's freddy krueger hallmark time he just pops back up like ah and they fight a little bit more but van damme <laughs> i'm just thinking about freddy krueger hallmark I know, like, really. <laughs> <laughs> knife to see you again yes, <laughs> yes exactly um but anyway hallmark he's dead no more Hallmark. So uh, Van Dam gets to a point where he is under the bleachers dismantling one and Powers Booth calls him and is like, hey, what are you doing? You know, and he's like, I'm dismantling your bombs. And he's like, OK, you're in Sector 7. We know exactly where you are because we can hear the or no, he said he said he something went bang and he like discovered what it was like. I don't know if it was the clunk of like the goals siren or something. I don't know what it was. I there was some... he set something off and he was like, oh, that's where they are. I have no idea. I don't. I. I was trying to figure out. Yeah, he didn't. Like he, Powers Booth did not detonate any bombs until like shit was going. No, wrong. no. But I thought it was. I thought it was something else. But anyway. So I really, the, yeah, the, that part it's, was it's convoluted. But like he's under the bleachers and Powers Booth like sends his henchmen after yeah. him. Or maybe he was watching. Maybe he was actually. That was the moment when he was actually watching the mm-hmm. the detonator thing. Maybe and the light to go saw off. the light go off. Yeah, maybe. But he's just like he's in. But this something sector, also go. Yeah, made but, a noise. Yeah, so. Van Damme starts running around all around the arena, starts tumbling over the crowd, just uh, lots of just escaping because there are henchmen coming after him. There are. And at one point they have the the hockey announcers have reminded us that the goalie has one hundred and four degree temperature and they cut to the goalie and the goalie calls the referee over and is like, I can't. And so my heart won't go on. Yeah. So they take him over to the coach and the coach is like, what do you mean? You can't get out of here. Angry mustache coach is the hero of the second half of this movie because he is acting the shit out of everything. <laughs> um, so he goes back to the hockey, the, the locker, the hawker room, the, <laughs> the locker room. And Van Damme also goes into the locker room 
and puts on his uniform <laughs> and then skates out onto the ice. And this becomes a weird what the fuck is happening segment where Van Damme just plays hockey in the Stanley Cup finals for a couple of minutes. Yep. As goalie. And every time that puck is coming anywhere closer, he's like, no, 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 no. Right. Yeah. So he eventually he gets a big save. Mm hmm. And the most remarkable save of his career because everybody thinks it's the other guy. Right. And so he is uh, his daughter has taught him the sign language for I love you. Mm hmm. And after he does the save, he pulls his gloves off and does it pointing at his kid like this is a this and the kid's like what the fuck <laughs> why does that oh i don't know why it happened it's so weird it doesn't have anything to do with anything yeah it, it this this whole section is very what the fuck like yeah you just wasted three minutes of yeah. this ticking clock hanging out on the ice playing hockey uh-huh and then to resolve it because they've painted <laughs> themselves into a weird corner um <laughs> he basically like he skates out of the goal he skates out of the goal and like a dude is just kind of standing there like oh like i can't believe i didn't score and he just skates up and goes clock and they're like and the coach is like what the fuck are you doing yeah coach loses his mind and he's like get the fuck out of here that's a thousand dollar fine a thousand dollar fine Ooh, yeah but then the ref you know skates him off the ice Mm -hmm. um so then he goes into the locker room Mm -hmm. The, the two dudes are coming after him. He, and, and all of us are like, finally, he's in a locker room full yep. of skating equipment. Yep. He's going to murder some fools with skates. Like somebody's going to get ice skate in the throat. Yes. Or a stick to the face. Well, or I mean, they, there is some high sticking, but that's because like I've seen some dudes get hit with sticks and it is brutal. But that's not what happens in the scene. No, because like, he, he goes in there and he's like, oh, henchmen are still after me. And hides behind the door, and like the equipment guy comes around the corner, like, "Hey, who are you?" And rather than go, like, "Dude, get the fuck down, yeah. you're, you're gonna die," like, guy pops in and just shoots the equipment guy like nine times in the chest, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "High sticking," you know, yep, three minutes, yep. But yeah, and, and, and just kills. I mean, I don't know, knocks that guy out. Doesn't even really kill him. I think. I don't think. Just hits him in the he face. Breaks the the stick over his neck. Yeah, sure, which, he's probably dead. Yeah, probably dead. And the other guy ends he's up Batman thirty two beats. It, the other guy ends up with the, the the hydraulic press thing. So this is where they have the fight in the equipment room that doesn't pay off like yeah, it should. Right. Yeah. Because there's everything that you could ever want in an equipment room to just like beat the guy to death, like wrap a jock strap around his neck. Yeah. Uh, none of that. Happens. None of that happens. No. But the best we get is like a dude gets his hand put in the hydraulic press thing. That's about it. Like there, yeah. there's no ice skates. No. Like okay. There's a point where you have put Van Dam in ice skates. Mm-hmm. He is wearing hockey skates. Mm-hmm. Van Dam likes to do splits in movies. Yep. yep. Also, there's no split in this movie. Nope. He should have done a goddamn split save. He should have done. Well, he should have done. No. Even better is he should done. He should have really? done a split. Better. He should have done a split with ice skates on either side and taken out two guys to the throat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In a doorway or something. Yeah. Like the fact that that doesn't exist. Like it, it's a so- split save would have been good. Yeah. But like him, you know, like us just wanting someone to take a a, a high skate, skate to, to the, the neck, neck yeah. the entire movie. Like imagine doubling that while Van Damme is doing a split. Fucking yeah. Golden jocks of all time, I think. But, but what this means is that basically every setup they did in the first 15 minutes of this movie for violence mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Nope. None of it happens. Nope. It's all pointless. And you're like, what? Why? Why would you even? Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we are we are ticking ever so close to the end of the game. Yeah. And well, it's 4-3 well, I mean, Blackhawks. Well, there's a point where he's being dragged off the ice 
by you know because he's just punched a dude mm-hmm. before he goes in the equipment room and it, like looks at the clock like oh no it's like dude if you hadn't just yeah. wasted three minutes living out yeah. your fucking hockey fantasy or whatever the <laughs> shit you were doing there and, and signing to your kid you know you complete me and all this bullshit it's like get the fuck off the ice and finish your shit yeah but yeah, so he just basically runs back out and is just pressed up against the glass watching the time tick down and you're basically watching the the penguins guy go Luke Robitaille, whatever, hero of this movie. Whatever. Yeah. But he's he's it got to a... score to tie the game and he scores at the last second. And as soon as he scores at the last second, the the scoreboard immediately on all sides just starts flashing sudden death and you're like, "Yep. Yep." And Powers Boost sees that and goes, "Sudden death." Huh? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so because yep, his plan didn't account for, for. Yeah. yeah but his plan did not account for overtime mm. so he doesn't or maybe it did yeah well th- this is when the movie kind of kicks into overdrive overtime overdrive you, you you could say all of those things because like the it it the last 20 minutes of this movie are fucking ridiculous in the best way yeah because he van damme escapes and like somehow immediately finds his way to the roof mm-hmm. like it, no obstacle whatsoever it's just like well he, boop, he boop, boop, you know. finds another equipment room mm-hmm. and macgyvers a bunch of chemicals together into a jar and yeah. puts that in his handy pouch that he's been carrying the whole time and then he you know he just basically somehow gets up to the roof and it's a long climbing sequence and and all of that uh they've got a guy guarding the roof and you know, his exclamation point goes off and Van Damme has to basically hand crawl along this railing to get past him. And he basically just kind of gets kicked down the dome. He does. Yeah. Cause that guy goes screaming, sliding down mm-hmm. <laughs> the dome. But as a good terrorist would do, there's a backup guard who immediately comes out like, well, let's see what's going on out here. <laughs> and, uh, Van Damme has gotten over to a control panel and starts opening up the roof. Oh, that's, um, that's coffee guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So he knows he can obviously tell that someone's over there at the controls opening the roof. So he kind of peeks over and Van Damme, you know, yoink, yoink, yoinks him off and they start fighting on the roof as the roof is opening up. Mm-hmm. And this is shot really well because there's obviously shit going down happening on the ice as yes. this roof of this auditorium is opening up. And there is one shot that starts on the ice during the like, it's the start of sudden death. And then the camera pulls all the way back up to where they are fighting on the roof. Either that was composited really well or that's just a masterful shot. Because that's like I think they just had it on a bungee cord and like a a steady cam on a bungee and just pulled it up slowly. And because that no, there was no way there was people actually up. There are some shit composite (laughs) shots in this. Oh, I know. So they it may not. Maybe the dudes weren't on the roof, but they certainly pulled the right. camera all the, the way. the camera there. all the way. Oh up. yeah, yeah. That, that looked really. That's good. probably yeah. real. Yeah. And then it just you know into like guys fighting on a thing with a green screen right there or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It looked really yeah, good. It, and, no, it, and like it does. the 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 latter part of the yeah. shot wasn't as good, but the the sort of crane shot beginning middle mm-hmm. was really good. I like. I was sitting there going. I should say something about how good this is, but I, I just kept watching. Yeah. It was it was that compelling for me yeah. for some reason, but because it was eventually Van Damme fights the guy off to where he he's, well, he starts falling and he grabs one of the light fixtures. Yeah, it, it's a common like there's because there's cables in this yeah. roof thing. So like they're hanging on the cables for a little bit and the guy is like, oh, no, he's about to fall. Oh, he grabbed one of the lights. Yep. So there's just like a is he oh, he saved himself again. Yeah. But yeah, dude is hanging from the light. And Van Damme basically, 
or no, I think the guy just finally he falls. He just falls yeah, and like, lands on the scoreboard. Yeah, lands on the scoreboard and the the scoreboard Okay, so we we didn't mention earlier there was a part there was a point where Van Damme busts into a control room and is just oh, like right, I'm right. taking over the the outside marquee and starts typing messages to the the Secret Service to which rocket launcher guys like yeah well fuck that thing and they fucking nuke this the sign outside the the hockey arena it really goes up yeah it it's a great sparkly explosion of just like sparklers and Roman candle <laughs> shit just flying everywhere it's you know it's real dumb. Same thing happens when this dude hits the scoreboard. Yep. He yeah. hits the scoreboard. Except and, for like times 10. Yes. It's just firework show inside. And everyone's like, what the? <laughs> like, well, the the best hockey is, players are like, woo. The best is like, we didn't, we haven't even mentioned the, the hockey announcers. Yes. Like there, there are announcers throughout this <laughs> providing the color commentary on ESPN. Yep. And like, they've got some really good expressions that they're saying. Like there's one where it's like, scratch my back with a ha- hacksaw <laughs> or something like that. It's yeah. like, that was the, the penguins actual play by play announcer. Is it? And okay. those are some of his like yeah. catchphrases. Those yeah. are actually right. dumb yeah. things that that guy but says. But there is a point when like, like dude, like they're just call, like in the middle of calling a play and that dude hits the scoreboard. The first sparks go up and the guy just grabs his head and goes, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's it off the gone. Head. He is like, I am out of here <laughs> as you should be. But everyone else is kind of like, the fuck is happening? Yeah. A couple. It takes a couple more sparks before panic sets in. Yeah. Well, also they start to see Van Damme up there, you know, sliding around on on ropes and shit mm-hmm. and van damme has decided he's gonna tarzan across the this arena well he's he's made a repel thing so that he can get down to the scoreboard even though it's like lit up like fucking fourth of july well, he doesn't even get down that far because there's like a a, a lighting contraption on a track that well, he's I thought gonna, he was standing on the i thought he was standing on the scoreboard no he was still up okay. in the cat he, he wasn't right. down that cat, far, that's right he hit a catwalk yeah. that's right well so he jumps off this catwalk to grab this thing and it is basically just a slide all the way down towards the the vip booth mm-hmm. And doesn't quite make it and then kind of grabs a cable that's dangling and is swinging back and forth and then just kind of reaches into his bag and chucks whatever this thing is. It's the it's another big light, like one of those big domed lights. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what he's writing on. And yeah. he's swinging back and forth. But he, he chucks this this homemade bomb that he's made, which just blows a hole in the roof of the, the VIP booth. Mm-hmm. And he just drops down into that and is just like, blam, 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 blam. Mm-hmm. Everyone's dead. Now, meanwhile, like the entire the entire arena is basically well before he blows the roof up because like the whole arena was freaking the fuck oh, out yeah, the dude so, the scoreboard yeah so like they're running away but now his kid is just like i am glued to the seat i am not leaving He's, this is when powers booth is like let's see which one of these things is still hooked up and, it, and it's like click 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 until eventually one apparently there was one left under like off. the ice controls or something because it's like all of a sudden water yeah, yeah it, water start yeah. which i gotta say like of, of all things that you can do in cinema I fucking love when like there's rushing water in places where there shouldn't be water. Yeah, coming yeah. down the the ramps of. The, I just mean in, in general. Like I don't care if it's Mission Impossible, this sure. any fucking disaster movie ever. I just I love when there's rushing water. Yeah, because you can't fake it. Yeah, and it's it's reckless as shit. It is <laughs> <laughs> because I, it's just a mass of water. Like yeah. you don't know and, what it's gonna and do. And you always I have mean, in an arena, like, you can you can do whatever you want. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, and there's always just somebody like, losing their shit. Just yeah. Yes. So there is just mayhem of people running, trying to get out, falling all over each other, sliding down ramps because water is pushing them down. Mm-hmm. So there was one bomb left. It right. doesn't do much damage, but no. it does enough. But yeah, so like the kid is still like, I mean, scoreboard is going crazy. The entire crowd is leaving. He's heard an explosion. He's still just like, my dad told me to sit here. Yeah. My dad told me to sit here. Yeah, yeah. He's not saying that, but he's just sitting there. He's just sitting there. And but yes, Van Damme throws that bomb, hits up. I mean, 
literally like a manhole size mm-hmm. hole into this roof and then just perfectly spider-man's his way into that little tiny hole yep. and it's just like all right why not and yep. then as you said just basically is blam 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 powers booth at this point like as soon as the explosion goes off he's like i'm fucking out of here like mm-hmm. you know yeah, and you see close-ups of him clearly putting on a disguise, which yeah. is basically a Ron Burgundy well, not, mustache. Not, <laughs> not before, like, the, the little girl, I don't know what point, like, I think he was trying to grab the little girl like he was going to take her hostage, and she just goes, no, and, like, stamps his hand yeah. with whatever that stupid stamp is she has. Yes. And then he's, yes, he's got a, the Rip Taylor do-it-yourself, like, <laughs> home disguise kit, because he's got this weird blonde wig that looks obviously like a wig and yeah. a weird mustache thing. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, he's just like, I'm going to get out this way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so Van Damme's got his kid. He's got his kid. He's hugging his kid. He's like, "High five, Vice President! I mm-hmm. did it!" And you know, let's all get out of here. Um, and the yeah, so the they they go out on into the throngs of people who are trying to escape, and it's a big crowd. And the girl kind of wanders away, and she's like, "That's the man! Mm-hmm. That's the man!" And she just wanders away from Van Damme, and who is again like just gone through hell. Like it'd be <laughs> like at the end of if Aliens, if Ripley was just like Newt. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, yeah. Like, 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 oh, Newt wandered off again. Damn, that's yeah. that's unfortunate. Yes, but yeah, uh, Powers Booth just turns around in his ridiculous disguise and is just immediately like, "It's me." He doesn't say that, yeah. but he basically just is like, "Obviously, I'm the bad guy." Blah, and grabs her and runs off. Mm-hmm. And Van Damme's like, "What? Where'd they go?" And then immediately he could have sees just run. I know. Well, but, there's only one guy not running outside, and he's the one he's running up the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like. I'm going to go get him. He's like, here's secret service guy. I trust you're an actual secret service guy. Please take my son. Yeah. Cause yeah, he gathered them up and yeah. so he, uh, they're, they go back to the roof and, uh, there's a helicopter coming for powers booth basically. Mm-hmm. And it's got a, the longest rope ladder you've ever seen. Um, and so they, they get up to the, the, the catwalk that everyone was on originally, this mm-hmm. little platform up top. And, they just they kind of start fighting and there's a trap door and powers booth falls back and hits the button that activates the trap door and the the daughter you know immediately just is flung out of it and is hanging on to the grate um and she like to her credit they they start to fight mm-hmm. uh, she, saves she just handles herself yeah, yeah. she crawls like, back up oh well i'm in a shitty situation let me get out of this shitty situation yeah. and just climbs back up like Good yeah. job, little lady. And then Powers Booth is kind of like, I got the ladder. I'm gonna, I'm taking off now. I got a gun, and I'm not gonna kill you, Van Dam, but because you're gonna have to live with the fact that I'm gonna kill your daughter. And then when he goes to shoot her, the ladder jerks or something, and he, the gun hits the rail, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And but he's like, you know, he's like, oh well, I'm, I'm still gonna get out of here, I guess. <laughs> assholes, and I'm out of here. And so he's flying off on the, the helicopter with the ladder. He's climbing up and gets in the helicopter. Van Damme eventually is like, are you okay, daughter? All right, I got this. And then just grabs the, the lowest rung of the <laughs> the rope ladder. Mm-hmm. And ha- I, I've he's, got he's, a question. Like there was, there was really almost no reason for him to risk going out on the rope ladder like no, he did. No, but because he, all he really does is like, I'm on the bottom rung. Let me shoot into the air. Yeah, because he slashed through the bottom of the, of the helicopter. Yeah, he gets Powers Booth's gun. And like, just like, shoots to the bottom of the helicopter out to where it kills. He could have made that shot standing on the Absolutely. platform just as easily. Have. Probably better because he wouldn't have been swinging around. Yeah. But, yeah. but so he he kills the pilot and kills the, the other dude that's in the helicopter. Powers Booth is just like, what? So when the pilot gets hit, he pulls back on the stick because that's what you do when you die. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the helicopter goes completely vertical, completely vertical, like straight up. Mm-hmm. But helicopters can't do that. 
They also can't do what's going to happen next either, but whatever. It's fucking... Which is <laughs> fall straight down. So you've Perfectly got, perpendicular. You've got them out of the way. Van Damme and daughter are safely out of the way. And you were just watching this, this helicopter vertically, slowly fall through this hole. And there's a slow-mo shot where... <laughs> Powers Booth and Van Damme lock eyes and Van Damme just kind of snarls at him. And then you just watch this helicopter slowly just keep coming down through this hole. And some of the shots look really good because it's obviously a helicopter on wires and other shots are obviously a miniature that look like garbage. Yes. But it's just this helicopter that comes down tail first and then hits the ice and just explode. I mean, this is a prop that hits the ice and explodes in the middle of this arena. Yep. That's pretty cool. I would say half to two-thirds of it looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. It looked Some like a really good like a silly miniature effect. that's moving at a weird frame rate, and you're like, right. ah, what? But yeah. It yeah. was moving way too slow. Mm-hmm. They needed to, like, it, make it look like pretend slow-mo or something. They just. moved it so slow and had so many camera angles on it because they were afraid they were going to miss something. Because yeah. th- I think I read they had, like, nine cameras on that last shot. Shit. Which... Is understandable because that's your money shot, but you can't really. Oh, we need another helicopter to drop on the ice. They're probably not going to let you do that twice, you know. Probably not. But then it's just you know it's it's paramedic finale. Yeah, yeah there's nothing like it. It doesn't do the thing that we like, which is you know slowly crane shot away from all the no they, flashing lights. They but. load Van Damme into an ambulance, and the daughter says he's a fireman. Yeah, my dad's the coolest. Like both kids now yeah. like their dad. I guess wouldn't they like their dad fine at the beginning? Yeah, it was only after he took him to the hot game they were like, "You're shitty, dad." Right, and now why he's do you cool change with- light bulbs? <laughs> yeah, how many dads does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> Just one shitty one. Hours. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, they just shut the doors of the ambulance. The kids don't get to go. <laughs> the ambulance just pulls away, and that's it. There's no like resolution with the vice president. There's no presidential commendation nothing it's just van damme goes to the hospital the end sudden death is over talked about it a while we did so it's got a lot of ins a lot of outs (laughs) uh no stargrove there's the only music in this is the carry glitter song that plays after every hockey goal (laughs) Uh, and and the theme for espn primetime hockey whatever so i'll go okay um this movie's fine I, I remember seeing this in theaters when it came out. It came out like Christmas week, which is a dumb time for this movie to come out. But I remember seeing it in theaters. Sudden Death is a Christmas movie. Yep. And was just like, eh, another Die Hard ripoff. I don't care. And just dismissed it. But looking back now, I like all the Die Hard ripoffs. And this one is, it's not great, but it's serviceable. It it's Its flaws are that like none of the henchmen have any weight whatsoever. They're just fodder. And Powers Booth is having fun. But, like, you literally don't even know the man's name until the closing credits. Like, no one even says his name. You don't get a resolution as to who he was. None of it. It's just, I'm a guy here to rob the government, and oops, I fucked up. Van Damme killed me. There's just there's just not anything good with that. Um, so I was sitting at two jocks the entire time, but then the last 20 minutes are fucking ridiculous, and I loved the hell out of everything that was happening. <laughs> like, when you first start to see this helicopter vertically enter the shot, and you're like, oh, that's going to go right through the hole in the roof and then land on the ice. I'm like, yeah, all right, that's that's pretty cool. So I'm going to give it three jocks. I, It's mostly just fine, serviceable, but it's got a couple things in it where you're just like, all right, yeah. It does commit the crime of setting up so much violence and not paying off any of it. None of it. I don't even get why they did it, but... 
They crashed a helicopter on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it the exact same rating. That's where exactly where I was sitting. Um, it's a little disappointing. I mean, I I had I had higher hopes for this movie yeah. than I think what it actually delivered. I don't want to be that nitpicky, but like when you show me a chef dude with the cool knife trick, I'm like immediately I said like, when's that going to come up? Yep. And then the dude nope. got shot, and I was like, the fuck? Like, why even show me that? Like, yeah. I I just I I don't want to be like. But that is an actual cinema sin. I mean, that is a real, like, <laughs> honest to God, like, thing you don't do in movies. Yes, that is. You, you don't, like, show something as a setup and then have it go nowhere. Like, yeah. I mean, that's that's actual Hitchcock filmmaking rules. Like, uh. Because these things weren't, like, incidental camera shots. No. These were, like... No, they were very specific. It's like yeah. the first unit director was specifically filming inserts of this so that you knew what was happening. So you're like, okay, that's going to come up later. I mean, the only thing they do pay off like that is the hand stamp thing. Sure. But yeah. everything else is like, yeah, I mean, you get the setup of like, OK, well, he took the lighter fluid. And, oh, now he took the squirt gun. OK, well, yeah. they pay some stuff off. They, they just some of it. But like they just it, there's like a lot two of thirds setup. of the stuff yeah. that they that they specifically set up with like winky winky shots. Yeah. Um, and I mean, winky if, winky shots is if it was like my dick pick app. <laughs> uh, if, if, if it was like if it was a better misdirection, yeah. I, it, that would be one thing. But like. It's not. It's just to not even use any hockey equipment to kill people is fucking insane. It really is. Hockey weapons for the are stick. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I was honestly like, okay, like you, you've you've held back on other than like the one stick that gets cracked against the dude's head. Mm-hmm. I was like, how is he going to kill this motherfucking helicopter with a puck or something? <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, just, I was like, just hit the puck uh, and hit the pilot so and knock the pilot out. And <laughs> like, if he had formed the C four into like puck shape oh. and then just like oh. flung it at shot the, it through the puck. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, you, have, <laughs> oh, you, have, that's got to go. In you have movie. held back so much yeah. on all of the hockey related death. Yeah. This has got to be it. Yep, but it's not. So mm. yeah. Yeah, I, I almost want to penalize it a little bit more for that, like, thinking of it. But I'll just go ahead and give it my, my initial instinct of three jocks. Um, there's some really good stuff in this movie. Like, it's it's a it's better than some of the diehards that are actually diehards. Um, that is true. So. <laughs> that uh, is accurate. So that means it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I just like you guys said, I, I just wish that that they had paid off a lot more of this stuff that they, uh, that they set up. And other than that, it's pretty good. Like there, there needed to be like a fight with him staying in the hockey pads where he's like using the hockey pads to block kicks and stuff. And then finally he does like a double spin kick and splits and slices two dudes necks open Mm -hmm. on the ice. And then blood just goes all over the ice and makes a big red mess. Mm -hmm. Um, Got to earn that R rating yeah. or something. The big red mess. Right. <laughs> a song of ice and fireman. There you go. There you go. Episode title right there. Um, <laughs> so good. I'm distracted now. I, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, it three jocks. It's pretty good. Um, Instant award. Uh, anybody that that coach is awfully close, but coach he's is just, working on it. But he's doing coach things. Yeah. So. He's not freaking out about the situation. Just the hockey situation, which. Yeah, or this like a Mighty Ducks movie, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, it's not. It's a blow shit up movie. Yeah, three jocks. I mean, you definitely watch it, and this would this should go in your you know hall of diehard ripoffs. You know, if you ever have a diehard ripoff marathon or something. 
Yeah, it is a serviceable one of those. 31 diehard ripoffs in 31 days. I could do that. Yeah, get on it. You uh, should do it in October, I think. Yeah, that'd be a great time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Probably. not enough puns, by the way. Also, mm. yeah. like, putting, so putting them on ice puns, is the yeah. only one that pays off with any kind of anything. That's really like the only pun. Yeah. Freeze. Yeah. That was that was wasted on some Zamboni jabronis. So. <laughs> Another Zambonis, Jambro- <laughs> Jambronis. Yeah. Did you know Zamboni is like there's you can't call every ice finisher uh, a Zamboni. Hell, I can't. Watch <laughs> us. I mean, it's, don't it's, fucking tell me how to live my life. It's man. like Kleenex. It's a brand name. Zamboni is a brand name. Okay, well, You're a brand name. Ice resurfacer. How many actual Xerox machines do you see anymore? Right. Uh, it's usually other people that make them now. But yeah. anyway, I just do. wanted to slip that little, I, you know, little I, bit of trivia in there for the folks. All right, let's take a break, shall we? All right. Yeah, second half, half Woo. number two. Yeah. Time for some more halving. Sure. Yes. This won't last long. No? No. I got a couple movies, but they're oh. quick. Oh, okay. Uh, I watched a couple newish to Blu-ray movies. <laughs> newish to Blu-ray. Newish to Blu-ish. Blu-ray. Um, so first I watched uh, Why Him? Okay. Which Why? is the James Franco bothering Brian Cranston movie. Okay. That's exactly what it is. It's just, it's, it's a Ben Stiller movie. Ah, okay. So skip it. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's one of those movies. It's it's where normal, boring people are suddenly being bothered by the weirdest human on the planet. It's just one of those movies. Uh, there's a whole genre of them, and most of them have Ben Stiller in it. And Ben Stiller was a producer of this film, so it kind oh, of makes well, sense. Okay. <laughs> but I will say that I I don't know why I go into every movie thinking i don't like james franco okay i i just every time i see him i'm like another james franco movie and then I, the movie's over and i'm like i like james franco i just i don't know what it, I, I think it's just his smirky face that i see all the time like on posters and stuff where you're just like dude i just eh, i don't know but every time i see him i'm like, uh, like in a movie i'm like okay i'm fine with james franco it happens all the time it happened in this there are enough jokes in this that hit that make it a fairly entertaining watch i this is something i would say watch on cable if you pay for cable already there's no reason to really like rent it or anything like that it's fine it's also a christmas movie by the way <laughs> so maybe it'll come up on next year's bamcast extra i don't know but um it just has it has extended scenes that are uncomfortable and they just keep ramping up how uncomfortable it is and that's not necessarily funny but then they will do a shorter scene that is uncomfortable. That's like really funny. So it just kind of depends on your tolerance for normal people being bothered by really weird people. Okay. And those people not punching the weird person. And well, you, I mean, is Brian so Cranston like, me like on this podcast, like normal, normal, like he's super straight laced, like middle uh, mid East businessman. Yeah. I just, I mean, like he, it, I, I mean, I was just like, all right, so you've got, You've got Ben Stiller movies where it's like 
he just keeps getting heaped upon mm-hmm. and sometimes he deserves it by just digging himself in by lying or whatever. But then you've got movies like Meet the Parents where it's like he's not helping his situation, but Robert De Niro's kind of a weird dick too. This is know? more this is more the latter. Okay. Where Brian Cranston doesn't necessarily he's not doing anything to make the situation worse. Right. It's just he's being heaped upon because he's the straight man. Okay. Um so it, it yeah. that's what it is. I mean it's yeah. when when it starts you're immediately like Okay, I see where this is going. Yeah, so and it's, that's just, where... it's just a tossed out draft for a Meet the Parents sequel, most likely. It yeah, feels right. like it, yeah. Um, it, Megan Mullally is in this as his wife, as Brian Cranston's wife. And for some reason, she's like the funniest thing in the movie. And she's a person that I've never really given two shits about one way or the other. Like, I never watched Will and Grace, so I don't. Ah. But I mean, I've seen her in movies and it's just been like, yeah, okay, I guess that's a person people like. But in this, she genuinely made me laugh. So good on her. Nick Offerman likes her a lot. Likes her a lot. Yeah, oh, I believe, a lot. Yes. and I like him. So that, intrinsically, I uh, like. Yes, I guess that, yeah. <laughs> through that property, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the other movie I, I watched was The Circle, which is the evil Tom Hanks Google Apple tech. Oh, movie. that thing. Yeah. Yeah, with Hermione. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what it is a well-made motion picture that is absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay. like it is slick and well thought out and just the stupidest series of events you could possibly imagine. It's just it's it's a tech company gone ber- berserk and you think here comes a character to come in and like point out that it's going completely berserk and that's not what it is at all. It is literally the origin story of every dystopian nightmare film you've ever seen. Like think about Johnny Mnemonic and you're like, how did the world get like this? Watch the circle. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the circle will explain how any of these future movies got like that. And I give it credit for that being something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. But watching it, you're just like, I hate everything about this. Like they're kind of satirizing what you think Silicon Valley, like corporate HR type situations are. And it is insufferable. It's just like, okay, we get it. They're all freaks. And they're all in their own little world and they don't have anything to do with reality. I get it, but I, I can't recommend anyone watch it. I just I also can't say it's a badly made film. It's a well made film with an absolute bullshit story. So I don't know. Depending on what you come to movies for, maybe that's all right. But nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean that was just that was one of those movies where I mean, I don't granted, I don't really watch a lot of TV or and I try to not pay attention to previews. But mm-hmm. like that movie was like a week coming out. And I was yeah. like, is a fucking Tom Hanks movie coming yeah. out. Like I, that was just like the has the world stopped giving a shit about Tom Hanks point. No, they they shit this movie out because they yeah. they knew it stank. Um, it's weird, too, because like most of the trailers for it for, were real short. They're like 30, 45 second long trailers. They're not very long. And they basically tell you the whole movie in the trailer. Right. It's like. And they lie a little bit too. The trailers are a little deceptive. So wonderful. John Boyega is in it for three minutes, hmm. but he's like second build. So I don't know. You can tell when this movie ends that they just whatever ending they had, they're like, oh god, we have to change it. And what they came up with was rip large chunks of the movie out and just put it out. <laughs> so okay, not good. Don't watch the circle. Well, you just named two movies I probably don't care much about seeing. 
particular. Like I said, why oh, him yeah. is totally fine. Okay. Like it, it has, it is worth seeing because it has jokes in it that hit. Okay. So there will just be long stretches of, oh God, move on from this uncomfortable bit of whatever you're doing. But mm-hmm. it, it's one of those movies where a bunch of people are in it. And that's always fun. I like a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like crowds in my movies. <laughs> I like the works of Cecil B. DeMille. <laughs> yes. So those are my movies. I'm done. Okay. BJ, you got anything? Uh, I do, sort of. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you recall last week where I had caught up almost on Game of Thrones. I remember. I am current now on Game of Thrones. Whoa, so all you can of use you the out- internet again. <laughs> I, yeah, I can. Um, all of you out there in, in internet land who are... Uh, desperately frothing at the mouth for the next episode and then desperately trying not to get spoiled because some asshat in HBO Spain accidentally ran the show <laughs> five days early. Um, I'm there with you. I am mm-hmm. I am standing. Uh, we are watchers on the wall together. I'm here with you. Watch you. So I have a question for you. Okay. Since you marathoned this show to death. I did. In the last like week and a half. Two weeks. Averaged 4.5 episodes a day, and I took three days off. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, watching it that close together that much, uh-huh. is it noticeable to you now, this season, how much of the warping around the world that they're doing, how Absolutely. ridiculous it is? Um, well, it's a sharp contrast to the way the old, yes. the previous seasons were, where they would take like 10 years to walk through a forest. <laughs> yeah, and also that stuff gets minimized yeah. when you're watching it all in, in I figured, one run. That's what I figured. Um, like, week to week, it was like, oh, God, they're still in this goddamn forest. That's because it takes a... It, you're waiting a week, and you're thinking about it for okay. a week. Yeah. Uh, when it's just... When you just click next episode, and it's there, yeah. you don't really worry about okay. it. Um, it is... I do notice the speed, yeah. but also... So, there's a couple things that people have pointed out, like... like traveling between Dragonstone and King's Landing, like that whole fight, like the people that are able to move around Mm -hmm. in that timeline, that's a really short distance. Okay. Uh, From Dragonstone to King's Landing is like from Jacksonville to Tampa. Oh, that's not You know, it's not that far. Like it's not a huge... Dragonstone is just off the coast of King's Landing. Okay. Um, And then like another thing is like individuals or small groups of people move moving faster than armies. Mm -hmm. And that's totally a thing because okay. like one man can move far faster than an army can move because an army has to like you've got let's say you got 10,000 people in an army you got 2,000 people su- supporting and you got to put all sorts of shit in wagons and it you can march like 15 miles a day whereas a guy can ride a horse like 100 miles a day no That's big true. deal yeah so um well, Ed, maybe to the guy, the horse is probably like motherfucker uh, <laughs> horse might be tired unless <laughs> unless you got like shadow mirror or whatever it is uh, shadow effects yeah, Carfax. something like that. Carfax. Yeah. 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 Carfax the horse. If you've got Carfax. Um, Carfax uh, or, the horse. Yes. <laughs> or Tiernanog, the horses of Tiernanog or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but additionally, like, there's a lot of, and this isn't me, like, going book snob, just FYI, but in, in the books, one of the sort of framing devices is they will move from a character's point of view. They'll go, they'll do, like, two weeks of a character's point of view, and then the next chapter is a different character's point of view for that two weeks. So they they move timelines around. Uh, stuff will happen concurrently, but you will see it from, you know, you will see it in right. a sort of weird linear time. Uh, so 
they seem to be doing a little bit of that kind of stuff with the uh, with the show mm-hmm. in this season. So it's a little off putting, but honestly, I don't mind it because I don't want to watch somebody row a fucking boat for three weeks. You know, I I right, three years. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it, I'm fine with it. I don't I don't have the big problem because you know honestly we, we got eight episodes left eight nine episodes left maybe six that, yeah. seven six seven eight episodes there's left only like three this year uh this year there's, there's two more left this year there's two more, two more yeah. This year, yeah and then we've got six more so we got eight episodes okay. left so shit needs to happen That's and true. i like some shit is going to go down these next two episodes because it absolutely has to well, shit has um, gone down. I mean, like well, this entire yes, season yes. has been like, okay, we got to get to the shit, <laughs> right? I mean, there are, there are a few slower episodes, you know, earlier, but yeah, um, this, these next two episodes are going to be like FX budget nightmare for the for the bean counters, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's it's been a really enjoyable experience going through it, and especially, and I I'm bringing up the Discord again, but like. Being able to sort of chat with people while I'm watching the show and uh, kind of bounce things off of people and have fun with that has been has been a really enjoyable experience. So, um, and now we're we're sort of doing it semi live uh, on Sunday nights. So mm-hmm. if you're if you're interested in having some Throne Zone conversation nearly live uh, with us, uh, f- find the Discord link on the website and and have fun with us. That's all. I love this show still. It's awesome. A little too much rape for my taste, but otherwise awesome. I, I think for everyone's taste, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least on, at least on like some of the movies we've watched, anyone perpetrating it usually gets something really bad happen to them. They do. Yeah. Mostly. Usually. Yeah. Still too much. Yeah. Still too much. Yeah. Uh, other I, than arguably Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, who knows? We. Yeah, I know that's that's questionable. Still time. There's still time. Well, I, I, for mean, shit, I just mean like it also. To Jamie. Yeah. When, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Using so, I'll just touch on this briefly. Like using rape as a motivational tool in 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 art is uh, way overdone, and I wish people would get away from it. It's like I understand that it like. It is one of the worst things that can happen to a person, but it happens so often in, and I know it happens often in in real life, but it is used as a tool by script writers Mm -hmm. and, you know, and novel writers. It's so often used. It, we need to kind of ease back on that and maybe, maybe not use that, maybe use some other motivations for people for a little while. That is all. Just wanted to that's tiny, fair. tiny soapbox. Okay. Tiny soapbox. <laughs> exactly. Uh I got I got nothing really. Oh. I, I've been watching T V and Harry Potter movies, which I will maybe one day talk about. I don't know. Okay. If I feel like it. I All feel right. like we've we've done plenty of Harry Potter, so people know about that. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if they, they care if, what I think. Well, write in if you care about what Harlow thinks. <laughs> Let's get even, those calls and letters I, in, everybody. I don't even know if I care what I think. So. <laughs> Tell Harlow that you care what he thinks, everybody. <laughs> uh, they don't. Okay. Oh. Fair enough. Judgment rules. <laughs> <laughs> Sustained. Yep. All right. What? 
Huh? <laughs> no one objected. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever you say. All right. Motion granted. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> so. Opinion dismissed. If people want to write in and tell Harlow that they do care. Uh, well, well, they don't. If, but they, if, they, if they want to write in for a, a better reason. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Tell us about your, your favorite moment in Game of Thrones involving snow. Uh, John or otherwise. <laughs> like actual snow. <laughs> yeah, John or actual snow. I like when winter finally showed up. Yeah. <laughs> winter time. came all over uh, <laughs> the north. <laughs> it did, yeah. Like Peter North. All yes. <laughs> Just covered. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, email bmf at bmfcast.com. Uh, go to the website, which is bmfcast.com. Give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263. And one more plug for this uh, little thing called Discord that we're doing, which is a little uh, sort of chat IRC-ish type thing. Uh, check the website. We have a button, and you can join our Discord. And it's a bunch of... Uh, it's us and a bunch of other folks who are into the stuff that we're into. and Super fans. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, you don't have to be a super fan. You can be a regular relaxed-ass fan. And... Uh, <laughs> And just come hang out. We talk about music and video games. And we I wish I could. I, regular relaxed, ass fan. No, I thought you said a relaxed ass fan. I did. Yeah, okay. you did. Yeah. Regular relaxed ass fan. Which, when you're regular, your ass is pretty relaxed. That's true, yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, we talk about all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, we have a good time. Um, just like this moment right now. Right. <laughs> Only it's while we're at work and bored. Um, but check out the website. There's a link to it. And uh, you just set up an account and chat at us. It's fun. I like it. Yeah. Other people like it. There are uh, like 30 of us, something like that. Yeah. Hey. It's a, it's a pretty lively little thing. Do me a favor, guys. And give us money? N- well, oh. in a minute. Let me just talk about... Okay. Let, me, let me talk about the Discord for one more second. If you guys have usernames... On existing social media, stick with them. <laughs> Are you having a hard time keeping things I'm straight? I'm having a up? very hard time understanding who is who, and then I have to go into our Slack and ask, "Who's that?" And then everyone explains, "That's this person from Twitter, dumbass." And I'm like, "Oh, all right. Well, I don't know how you knew that, but fine. Um, I don't know. Just put it in parentheses or something." Like, I'm on Twitter most of the time. I know your real names, and I know like your. Your Twitter handle, but like if you're just gonna sign up and I'm gonna use my my PlayStation gamer tag, I'm like fuck, man. Or just I, or just tell us who you are. Yeah, something like just when help, you pop in, if you are out. if you regularly interact with us and we know you by one name, or yeah. change your Twitter handle. I don't know something. Just uh, have I'm some... just bitching, but still, I mean, yeah, I'm, just old, I'm the oldest person. I'm, I'm confused. The, your technology frightens and confuses <laughs> me. So <laughs> what, fire. <laughs> yes. So you know, please, if you could just stick to one name. Ooh. Give me whatever, whatever name you want. Whatever, just, name, whatever you want. name you want. I just need help. <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> we got real old. Okay. I'm real fast. I'm just being as old as he is. <laughs> don't know how to use a computer. Yeah. All right. Tell people how to give us money. Oh, patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, throw some ducats at us. Yeah. It's how we afford cool things like uh, this podcast. It is. It's how we afford the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pay to put the podcast out. Yeah. Yeah. We're on a special internet. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, technically we do. We have we all do, this yes. equipment yes, and electricity we and... We do have electricity. Microphones. Squeaky ass microphones. <laughs> yeah. We, we have to place. spend a lot of money to lubricate these microphones mm-hmm. or else it's even worse. Yeah. But... Uh, I want like a digital tote board on the wall <laughs> so we can have a running tally. 
of how much money we spend on lube? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, of what then? Because I don't want to see that number. Like, oh. You just don't want to see it. It'll just be a I blur. just want it to be zero <laughs> all the, the time. What the fuck happened? <laughs> We're just trying to pitch Patreon here. <laughs> Seriously, did you not hear the part about how much it costs to lube, lube us up? Uh, um, <laughs> you need to pay attention, man. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you need to pay attention, man. Anyway, I'm Harlow. No. <laughs> That's not how we do this? No. no. You want to talk about the Garfield phone? I did. Did you? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I did it. <laughs> Fucking jerks. This is what happens when Mackie's not here to yell at us about... Ending at eleven thirty. Staying on, stay on target. Are we done? <laughs> okay. Was that the weirdest ending of all time? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. But let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. <laughs>